The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive, training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce, fab person, as well as an agent for positive change, I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, Fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. So the topic of today's episode is stress management as self-love. 
It's just in time for Valentine's Day. This episode is about managing your stress as an act of self-care, but also as an act of self-love. What is Valentine's Day anyway? Like, who made that up? Where did it come from? According to Wikipedia, quote, Valentine's Day is also called St. Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine, and it's celebrated annually on February 14th. It originated as a Christian feast and as a feast of the day that honored one or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine and through later folk traditions has essentially become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. The day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th centuries when notions of courtly love flourished, apparently by association with, quote, the lovebirds, end quote, of early spring. In 18th century England, in addition, it grew into an occasion in which couples expressed their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering confectionery, and sending greeting cards, and those cards were known as valentines, end quote. So there it is. History has made the day into what it is today. This tradition of expressing love as if, you know, we don't do it every day. <laughs> Maybe we don't. Look at what's happening in the world. Oh my gosh, topic for separate podcasts. But anyway, history has made Valentine's Day into what it is today. But that's in the past, right? You can choose to hold on to it as it was and as it is or make it your own or discard the concept altogether. But since I'm a bit of a romantic, I choose to apply my own interpretation to Valentine's Day. Frankly, I, I call, I've been calling it V-Day forever. I think it's totally appropriate. <laughs> I suggest that whether you opt in or opt out of the tradition, I suggest that you add a self-care ritual to it. Make it more about self-love and loving yourself. After all, how can you truly love another if you don't love yourself first? Isn't that what the whole, you know, once the oxygen mask drops, don't you put it on yourself first? Isn't that that whole thing? So I'm declaring one of my holistic tips for aging fabulously well, which is stress management. I'm declaring it as an act of self-love that should be honored on Valentine's Day and frankly, ideally as often as possible. But if you had to choose one day, then choose the day after listening to a number of my podcast episodes, and of course, if you are familiar with my philosophy of holistic beauty and holistic plastic surgery, then you know that stress is not pretty at all. In fact, it wreaks havoc on the mind, body, and spirit, and can have numerous manifestations. Now, these lists that I'm about to read to you are manifestations that I pretty much derive from mind.org.uk. So the physical manifestations include what you may experience as difficulty breathing, panic attacks, blurred eyesight or sore, irritated eyes, sleeping problems, fatigue, brain fog, muscle aches and headaches, chest pains, high blood pressure, indigestion or heartburn, constipation or diarrhea, feeling sick, feeling dizzy or fainting, sudden weight gain or weight loss, it could also be gradual, developing rashes or itchy skin, changes to your menstrual cycle, existing physical health problems seem to, that seem to be getting worse. Of the psychological manifestations, you may be experiencing one of these, and these are also from mind.org.uk, 
inability to concentrate, inability to remember things, or your memory feels slower than usual, constant worry or having feelings of dread, snapping at people, biting your nails, picking or itching your skin, grinding your teeth or clenching your jaw, experiencing sexual problems such as losing interest in sex altogether or being unable to enjoy it, eating too much or eating too little, smoking or using recreational drugs or drinking more alcohol than you normally would, restlessness, feeling tired and tearful, spending too much or shopping too much, not exercising as much as you usually would or exercising too much, withdrawal from people around you. You know, as I was reading that list, I was like, oh my gosh, I can tick off quite a few of those. But again, that's, that's another story. <laughs> so if you want to be well, age well, and live a fabulous and beautiful life, it only makes sense to manage your stress. It's not only an act of self-love, but I'll actually take it a step further and I'll say that it's a matter of your survival. You want to be able to thrive, right? But managing your stress frequently, consistently, and often is a matter of your survival. For those reasons and more, I offer you some tips for managing your stress. And this list is a compilation of not only my personal techniques and professional experience, but also tips from the Mayo Clinic and the Multiverse. I thought I'd give you some extras. So let's start off. Eat well. A sound body is linked to a sound mind. Stay hydrated. A lack of adequate hydration will lead to brain fog, fatigue, and a lack of energy. Sleep well. Use your chronotype to figure out when to fall asleep and when to wake up for maximal restoration and energy. Keep it moving. Exercise can release natural endorphins to help you feel good, if not great, and definitely feel better. Stay social. Making connections with friends helps your brain to develop strong connections and frankly is an often overlooked anti-aging tip. Consider meditation. Consider prayer, if that's more of your thing than meditation. The Mayo Clinic recommends that you laugh often, whether you make yourself laugh or someone else does. Laugh often. Mindbodygreen.com suggests that you try adaptogens. These are supplements that help your body to adapt and to reduce the harmful effects of stress. And a few common adaptogens are ashwagandha, rhodiola, and Asian ginseng breathing exercises. And some people may consider that going hand in hand with meditation, but whatever works, if you don't actively meditate or you don't know how, it's easy to learn, but you know what? Just breathing exercising exercises, focusing on your inhalation and deeply exhaling. Have a daily gratitude practice or begin a gratitude journal. It actually may change your perspective and that may help a lot. Spend more time in nature that helps to ground yourself. DrAxe.com recommends that you consider cognitive behavioral therapy, which is, quote, a type of therapeutic practice that has been proven to lower anxiety and stress, end quote. And in support of other types of therapy, speak to someone, talk to someone, release it, let it go in a space that is without judgment and is supportive. Find your joy, playing with a pet, playing a game, just play. Surround yourself with beauty, whether that be art, doing your makeup in a special way, donning a fabulous outfit, getting a little filler for your lips, taking a walk in the park, 
or whatever makes you feel deeply and truly happy. Those are the top 15 tips to show yourself love in managing your stress. Happy Valentine's Day! This concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.